Cass. This is Kim. And, and Nanny. Nanny. <laughs> Nanny's here. She was on shows 17 and 18, I think. The I was Rage. On two shows. Oh, The yeah. Rage. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, uh, one after that. Or the one before The Rage. The uh, We did them backwards. What yeah, was that it? was confusing. Oh, Legacies. Legacies. Yeah. yeah. What you want to pass on. But today, yeah. we're kind of talking about a legacy. We wanted to uh, talk about the differences and the similarities between the Watergate scandal and this clusterfuck of a shit dump fire that's happening called... You can't even call it Russiagate because there's they? so much. I've been calling it that, but it doesn't even apply because there's so much. It's mm-hmm. like... Dumpstergate? Trumpgate Trump or gate. something. He, yeah, it's so hard to follow. Uh, Paul and I were talking about it the other night, and we were trying to. I told him what the topic was, and we were discussing it. And he's like, and he's trying to make similarities. I'm like, no, not really. But then there's this and this, and he's like, oh, I didn't know about that. And I'm like, <laughs> there's so much. There's so much. It's like a, um, it's like a Russian doll that never ends. Oh, good one, <laughs> good one. Bravo, Kimmy. Oh, bravo. I wonder if anybody's made a. Um, Trump Russian doll? Yes. Oh, they have. I've seen them. Really? Yeah. Are of they? course they have. Of course. People are very clever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome okay, to that. episode 40. <gasps> 40. We did Yay. it. Apparently, we're still practicing, though, until we reach 50. Oh. We only have 10 more episodes to practice? Yeah. Then what see. happens? Then, then we're pro. Then we're pros. Dude. Mm. We're pro. We still haven't made a dime of money, but... Oh, well, I was thinking about ordering a t-shirt after <gasps> I saw yours. Do you remember where I told you you could buy that t-shirt, Nanny? T-something. Public. T-public. public <laughs> Just search for the Curio Podcast. It's a really cool shirt. That's why I, I'm going to do that. What else do you sell, though? Magnets. Oh, well, it's you can buy anything. You could buy magnets or coffee cups, cups. or tote bags. Tote bags. Uh, you could buy a pillow, phone covers, yeah, phone like, cases, yeah. all of it. Oh, so yeah. get on it. T public. T e e public dot com. Yeah. T public dot com. So we wanted to have you on because you're visiting me and we love you, and also because you were <laughs> you were aware. And of age to remember what was happening during the Watergate Watergate scandal and all the hearings and that. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to get your perspective on that because, I mean, we've all heard about it. We learned about it in school, but Mm -hmm. we weren't there. We don't know what the feeling was at the time. So from your perspective, would you say that the feeling then is the same as it is now in the country, you know, like among the public and the media and all that? Uh, It's hard to compare. It's like apples and oranges. The, the thing that is similar is the feeling that he's guilty. Mm. He is guilty and people knew it. Yeah. Uh, then the, after that, it's so different. It's hard to compare them. 
were there hardcore Nixon supporters during that time? People that were just no matter what. Yes, Haldeman and Ehrlichman. They were Nixon support. They were like. I think she means um, the public. Like in the public. I don't. I wasn't aware. Besides Roger Stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who was. I wasn't that then. aware of uh, how the public felt at that age. I was 16. 16 yeah. yeah. Um, Cass was a baby. I remember we lived in Washington. I remember watching the hearings and thinking, oh, God, this is so boring. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see what was going to happen because uh, whenever you would pick up a newspaper or anything, there would be stories about it. And But we got the information so slowly, and but seeing it on TV, it, it was different. You, you were getting the information right there out of their mouths. You know, right. Mm -hmm. You could see it right there. Whereas if something happens today... It's all over everywhere instantly. Instantly, mm -hmm. yeah. And I think, too, the difference of gathering the information is different. In what way? There's a lot of information out there to be gathered right now. It was a slower process then. Mm. Oh. They couldn't just seize a computer right. and start rifling through emails, looking they for had keywords, to go actual paperwork. Um, algorithms, mm -hmm. like... All that they had mm -hmm. to hunker down with actual paper and I think they're hunkering now it. because there is so much available I think that yeah that in that way it's similar also and I remember seeing uh, John Dean mm -hmm. is that his name John yeah. Dean I watched him I remember seeing their perspiration on their foreheads oh that's interesting yeah because huh. it was so it was such a it was such a, um, it was not, not quite a circus. It was so intense. And the, that Southern, I don't know, congressman, the big white, the big guy with this real Southern accent that was hard, kind of hard to understand. I don't know. I don't remember his Colonel name. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> he was a politician, right? <laughs> he was a colonel. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I remember thinking he's telling the truth and it's hard for him to tell the truth because he didn't I don't think he in my opinion he didn't know where his his uh, loyalties loyalties lied he didn't know where they were to put those loyalties right. but he wanted to tell the truth you could tell and he was he was uh, so he would would take uh, time to answer the questions that they put to him Whereas this, it, now it feels like Trump, it's just completely divided in his right. supporters and non-supporters. Mm -hmm. And they'll do whatever it takes to, you know, distract or, you know. Obstruct. Obstruct. Put, you know, the, the um, attention elsewhere. Right. And people that want to, that have known from the beginning that this was going to happen. Yeah. That he was, he's, he was a con man before he got into the office right he got into the office illegally and we've just been waiting for all this to come up i don't even think he knew what would happen when he took office or when he was out there campaigning i don't mm -hmm. think he knew what could happen to him and his family no no oh, i think no. he figured it wouldn't and i think that that's a symptom of his 
his very wealthy white privilege that he's had his whole life. I also think it's his part of his uh, psychological illnesses. Uh, seriously, yeah, yeah, he's not able to understand no. that there is a reality separate from the one in his head. Right. He truly, oh. I truly believe that he does not understand that that the there is law in our country that applies he, to him that applies to him and, and his he, family yeah it's he spent his whole life buying people uh, you know what i mean right. like he's never had to suffer the consequences of his actions ever yeah he has a he has a thing going on right that isn't real so what was the feeling when around the time when everybody started to realize that he was maybe going to start to resign and then he resigned. Do you remember how you felt or? Yeah. Um, it was a good day and I was sad about it. Sad that it could happen in our country mm. the way it did. Mm -hmm. And that even then I knew that Nixon was a well-versed, very intelligent man on foreign affairs. He was just, he was. Mm -hmm. But again, he, you know, we've since been watching things on TV. Behind the scenes, he was paranoid. He was mean. He wanted to take people down. He would isolate himself. Yeah. People drink. would worry about him and he would drink and, yeah. You know, all that was going on behind the scenes that nobody knew about. Not even when it was happening. I mean, they kept that pretty secret for a long time. Well, I mean, there there was a time when presidents could enjoy some sort of privacy yeah. for their personal lives. And mm -hmm. I'm sure they figured that was personal. His moods and his drinking were his own business, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think I think back then to um, mental health and psychology wasn't as popular as it is now and well known. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people behaved that way back in the day. I think there were a lot of behaviors that were just accepted. Yes. Right. You know, a lot of unhealthy things were going on that everybody was cool with because everybody yes. <laughs> else was doing them. it. That and got me thinking, that very thing got me thinking this morning in meditation about what is truth if it's not scientific, if it doesn't have scientific facts backing it up. Right. Like, you know, whatever. If it's just a... Actually, I was thinking about the word ego. If it doesn't have any scientific hard facts, but it's a belief system that everybody buys into. Is that the truth? Is that the truth? It's the truth for those people. Because like you were saying, we accepted behaviors then that we probably wouldn't accept today. You know, the, the mm -hmm. government was the ultimate power. Nobody else had any say-so. I mean, it would, I don't feel like that's the truth today. There's more, um, there's more people interested. There's more people thinking. I think people are smarter today. Well, and the knowledge is more ago. accessible. Yeah. It's instantly accessible. Yeah, that's true. You have to try hard to not be aware and not participate in right. some form or another. I mean, right. and insulated people insulate Trump, and they oh, and yeah. they uh, lie for him and make know, excuses for rich him. Rich white guy, and, privilege guys, right? Yes, and yeah. they protect him. Well, that's what 
that's what Cohen said on the stand, which mm-hmm. was chilling, you know. Oh, God, that was so when chilling. When he said that, <laughs> I've been, you know, I did this for 10 years, and look where I am. Mm-hmm. You all, you senators better watch out. You Ding, know, dings. You're protecting him just the way I did. And it's so funny because it's so transparent watching the Cohen hearings that that they know too. Those oh, Republicans know. You can they see it on their faces, do. but they, they don't wouldn't, even know what to say. They wouldn't get so mad. It was yes. the the discrepancy. It was fascinating to me to watch a Democrat ask a question and they're calm, collected. They're you know right. Just answer their the question. Body language yeah. shows us that they're confident. And then you get a Republican up and they're leaning into the microphone, screaming. Spitting, spitting while they're screaming yes. faces are red words are getting mumbled and jumbled and you know what i mean it it yeah. was almost comical it's like anybody who looks back in time and watches that hearing will be like what the fuck was wrong with you people yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah so mom and i watched um we watched two documentaries the other night one was about the watergate scandal and the other was the uh a revisitation of um, all the president's men with Robert Redford. He uh, directed it and started it, and blah, blah, blah. What struck me watching both of those was that the Republicans, even though they were their president was the one that was going to go down, they still wanted to know the truth. They yeah. still cared more about our country and our constitution. And the truth. And the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably very difficult for them, like Mom said. But watching that, I was like, oh, shit, we would never see that today. It's like a football game today. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's us a war. Them, yeah. It's an us versus them. It's not people who we all yeah. sent to Washington to represent us who care about our Constitution and our way of life. So yes. I was really sad watching that. It makes you wonder how, how, um, how pervasive the corruption is. You know, right. if you think back in time to nineteen, the early 1970s, were the majority of politicians pretty, I mean, pure of heart as much as a politician <laughs> can be. be. Right. But, you know, to be there to do a job for our country and not themselves. Right. Have we gone that far astray I from those ideals and those ethics that all of those freaking Republican senators? Well, are they? if you look at their their positions their salaries their uh, they want to keep all that yeah they don't want anything to rock that boat they, the money's gotten bigger yeah the money's gotten bigger it's the money always the and money and they're all owned by some lobby mm-hmm. you know yeah that would be a, a thing to uh, watch for is if the lobbyists have as much power in the upcoming years as they have had in the past. But yeah, the feeling when Nixon uh, said his goodbyes, it was it was it was good and it was sad. It was probably sad. I was, I I was glad and it was sad. And then in but I was kind of uh, perturbed, not angry, but I was a little bit like when uh, Gerald Ford pardoned him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Everybody was angry about that. Yeah, like yeah. why? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's yeah. a cheat. It's yeah. just a blatant cheat. And that's what will happen to Trump. Pence will pardon him. I, I think Pence is going down, too. Oh, he you was, think so? He was the head of the transition team. Oh. 
he's the one that brought Flynn in. Flynn was the first guy to go down. Pence knows more. I and that's why they're hiding him. Have you guys heard anything about him lately? I mean, yeah. little bits and pieces. You just get clips of him standing in the background, yeah. smiling like an evil He's just Keebler staying elf. quiet in the background, hoping to just melt yeah. into the wallpaper. Well, he did do that one thing overseas where nobody clapped. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was, like, my favorite <laughs> but thing. But that was... Now that I think that was over a week ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, Pence is hiding. Yeah. Pence is in Argentina right now getting a spray tan and a dye job and some tattoos and a boyfriend. And a boyfriend, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's like, later, punks. I'm not sticking around for this shit show. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about um, some similarities and differences between the two men, Trump and Nixon, and between the All right. today that she's working on a a, a proper oh a song. jingle just a jingle oh just a jingle just a jingle i sat down at the piano today and just started tootling around tootling around 
Hmm, interesting. I don't know the notes of the keys. That doesn't matter. No, I found a um, little thing online that has the thing, so I got some tape. And so right Good now idea. my piano has tape on the keys so I could write down right. the jingles. I mean, you don't know the names of all your muscles and you know how to how to move them. Right, yeah, but I don't know how to talk about them you with could words. point and go, this one right here. <laughs> This I big could, one under all this. But I can't, with the notes, I can't remember. I have to. Well, eventually you'd get muscle memory in your, yeah. in your fingers. You know, your brother writes jingles. I f- I'm, oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he did one and got paid for it, actually. Him and his <gasps> buddies. I hope he's listening. Yeah. I doubt he is because he's like so young. If old. anybody wants to write a little <laughs> jingle for us. And offer it up freely. I think they just enjoy us miss, m- missing around. I mixed up the words mix and mess. Missing around <laughs> with the jingles that we're coming up with on the fly. Right, right, right. Oh, oh mom has some things me. to show us. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Because whenever somebody says something funny or clever, I put it in my phone and usually put it on Facebook as a word of the day, but I don't catch myself. And so m- mom's been catching mine, but they're oh. mistakes. They're not clever things they're that like I said. They're typos. You know how funny typos are? But if you're speaking tongues. Yeah, they're tongues. They're Cassieisms. All leads road to my home. <laughs> All leads road to my home. Wait. All leads road, road to, to my, my home. home. Instead of all roads lead to my home. Right. To my home. All leads road to my home. All leads <laughs> road to my home. <laughs> Hi, Quinn. Happy birthday. Thanks. This one you said to Ziggy, right? I don't know. I don't know what you wrote down. Tag your whale. Tag your whale. Tag your whale. And then I was like, wait, how do you spell whale? Is it W-A-I-L? Is it W-H-A-L-E? I was, I thought W-H-A-L-E. Tag your whale. Tag your whale. And this one, I don't remember exactly what it was supposed to be, but it was the scattle bandles. (laughs) What? Battle of the scandals. (laughs) Scattle bandles? I said scattle bandles. I might have been high when I said that, though. (laughs) Scattle bandles. Scattle scattle of the bandles. Scandal bandles. Because I thought we could call tonight's episode Battle of the Scandals. But it's really going to be called Scandal Bandles. It should be called Scandal Bandles, but then no one will know what it means. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. So, what was that other one that you came up with? I'm, there's a ton of them. And they're usually... Mis- what happens is my brain gets going really fast and my yeah. mouth doesn't work as fast as the ideas are being pushed out of my... That happens when I journal sometimes, and I'll have a word that's just two words put together. Like the beginning of two words. Oh! Like uh, what you just said, mixing and messing. Messing. I do that a lot. Yeah. But that's more of a, like, change my mind in the middle of the word scenario. (laughs) (laughs) You're having a battle of the brains inside your head, huh? I'm having a... Brain one and brain two are just like... Brattle bane? A brattle bane. A brattle bane. All right, let's talk about Watergate and Trumpgate. <laughs> I wrote it down as Trump slash Russia scandal because I couldn't think of a name. I was calling it Russiagate, but it's huge. It's bank fraud. It's intimidation. It's mm-hmm. obstruction of justice. It's pornography and mob bosses. It's, <laughs> it's you everything. name it. This story has everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are they going to call this period of history? Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't. I I'm like really looking forward to 20, 25 years from now. Yeah. And looking back. Looking back and hoping that we've recovered somewhat and identified we this will. as a very unhealthy, not normal, bad time of history. And have I just guess that's kind of why we wanted it? your opinion. Like, did was there that feeling of yuckiness during Watergate? That we all yes. have? Okay. Yes. There was a feeling of, how Unease? can this happen? Yeah. How can, how can this happen? Just disbelief. Yeah. How, how, can they, how can they be the leaders of our country and be criminals? America. <sighs> America. America. All right. So Watergate happened, as you all may know, after a break-in at the DNC headquarters in June of 1972. And this is interesting because it happened on June 19th or something. Right after you were born. So I was born on June 14th, 1972. So we pulled out the... Everybody knows your birthday now. It's okay. Send me presents. Um, <laughs> flag day! Um, so mom saved the front page of the San Gabriel Valley Tribune on the day Aww. I was born. And we pulled it out. And it was so weird because there was an article wow. about Nixon and... Kissinger, yeah, on the front, yeah, and it was after Nixon had gone to China for the first time, and yeah. he was sending oh, Kissinger back to yeah. further relations. They talked. So, if you think about it, they had this plan already in motion. Creepy, but there wasn't the and so there was this. We I had a weird feeling where like. Uh, bad stuff was already happening, but nobody knew about it yet. It's like yeah. traveling back in time. Yeah, yeah. And the other, just be the like, other oh, interesting God. thing in the paper was the gun control they wanted. Oh, at the God. same time, we were reading all these <coughs> articles in the paper, going, "God, nothing changes." God, nothing changes. Yeah. Like every article was. Somebody like, was putting a bill forth forward to have it illegal to own assault guns or assault rifles. Oh my or? God! You mean this conversation has been going on since, since the seventies? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yep. Handguns. I oh no, they did, they were going to make any gun that you couldn't use for hunting, hunting yeah. illegal. Illegal. And then another senator was like, "No, that's not enough. We need to, need to ban all guns, and yeah. we'll buy them back." Wow. So that was happening the day I was born. And the NRA was like, "What?" NRA wasn't mentioned in that. Yeah. No. They weren't. Uh, not until they stuck the big uh, fat noses in it. Oh. Uh, subsequent investigations revealed abuses of power by Richard Nixon, and he resigned in August 1974. And he wasn't so going to resign initially. He no. was going to fight it out. He so was it was fight. about two years. It took him about two years. It took to, about two years. From so we're about two years in. Yeah, it was already, it had happened during the election period. Right. Yeah, and it took two years. Um, the Vietnam War was happening during that time, and it wasn't going well. Well, it ended right around that time, too, because I remember seeing, I would watch the uh, reports of the guys coming home mm -hmm. and getting off the planes. That happened when, when we lived in Washington also. Oh, so within that year, maybe. Yeah, yeah so it was pretty close to that time. Um, during that time, Washington Post reporters uh, Woodward and Bernstein uncovered many of the details of the scandal, which you could see in full in the movie All the President's Men. Um, it was discovered that Nixon engaged in obstruction and bribery. John Dean, who was, was he counsel? He was White House counsel yeah. or an aide or something. Um, he's the one that testified and mm -hmm. uh, eventually broke the story. Um, and what was interesting that I thought was 
they had tapes. Mm. All the tapes. Today we have tweets. We have all the tweets. Well, yeah. And it was, that was a similarity in my mind. It oh. is fascinating that, well, and Nixon was big on, ta- he taped everything in his office, right? Because he was paranoid. Because mm-hmm. he was paranoid. Yes. Um, but those tapes weren't available to the general public. No. no. You know what I mean? Like, he kept his dirty business safely tucked away, hidden. You know what I mean? He's doing all these things in private, drinking heavily, isolating himself, mm-hmm. freaking out, whatever. Trump does it. In his underpants on Twitter, basically, in for front of... For all to see. For all to see. Right. Every person in the world mm-hmm. can right. watch Trump poop his diaper on a <laughs> daily basis. It's like he lives in a freaking fish tank. Right. It's... it's uh, Dude. So, Mom, do you remember when John Dean testified? Mm-hmm. Was that the turning point, do you think? Mm-hmm. And when they... Uh, they subpoenaed the tapes, and right. the 18 and a half minutes was erased. Everybody knew that was a lie. Right, and they said his secretary had uh, accidentally erased it. Yeah. 18 and a, just 18 and a half minutes, like in the middle of the tape. And, and it was the conversation that directly pertained to what Nixon was telling his underlings to do. How to obstruct justice. Yeah. Wow. Um, what, so Wait a minute. What? So I'd like to point out a similarity here Mm. Nixon was stupid enough (laughs) to tape himself having these conversations but he never 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 even thought that they would be used against him he thought he was doing it to protect himself but how I mean you're doing something illegal and you're recording it yeah that's there's no logic there I don't understand that that makes no sense he was paranoid he wanted to make sure he had all of his conversations taped in case anything came back to bite him in the butt (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i i'm i'd go out on a limb and say trump's paranoid oh i think so i mean how many times have he has he tweeted the words witch and hunt witch hunt no collusion witch hunt no collusion witch hunt no i am an innocent man what was it today oh in capital letters with an exclamation point these were the only two words presidential harassment (laughs) (laughs) and that was it so i'd say paranoia yeah yeah, definitely oh god so okay so he is a sociopath he's not a psychopath he does realize that there are things that he can he does understand that consequences might consequences yeah i mean he has some idea of um what he's doing is not socially acceptable. I believe yeah, that's the difference between so. sociopathy and psychopathy, right? Is like a, a, a psychopath absolutely does not care at all about doesn't anybody else. They'll know, just. Doesn't feel, no compassion, no consequences. Is that a, a, a psychopath? I believe so. I mean, they, they, I, a psychopath would say, yeah, I. I killed your dog. What's the problem? Yeah. A sociopath would say, well, I think it was hit by a car outside. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That sounds or more so like and him. So. It was so-and-so. It was really. so-and-so, yeah. yeah. So like Ed Gein. Right. And Psycho. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Got it. <laughs> there we go. Um, Back to serial Nixon killers. was smart. He had intelligence. He was, he, he knew a lot about a lot of things. 
and he could he could articulate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a difference, right? Yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> he knew a lot of things for real, yeah, for like real things. Like he was a smart. He was savvy. He was yes. smart enough to be manipulative. Yes, on a very um, slick, in a slick way. Tricky Dick. Tricky, Tricky Dick. dick. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Trump is just like a bumbling. Baboon. I thought, you guys, I thought about calling this episode maybe Tricky Dick versus Tiny Dick. That, <laughs> that, that seems really mean. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Tricky Dick versus <laughs> Limp Dick. Oh, God. No Dick. Um, Sack lice. See. So I wrote down some facts about Nixon and some facts about Trump. Oh. And I'll, I'm just going to go as they relate to each other here. Okay. Um, so Nixon graduated from Whittier College in California, received a full scholarship to Duke Law, and graduated third in his class wow. of law school. He had a big brain. In contrast, Trump had his fixer threaten his former schools not to release <laughs> his grades or his SAT scores. <sighs> so maybe not so smart, not so mm-hmm. number one in that his class. That is so funny. Claims. It's like if you have, uh, rule number one, if you have nothing to hide... Why hide it? Why hide it? Right. Why try to hide it? I mean, it's... Come on. So, how are they both ending up in the same spot? White male privilege. What I mean is, like, this... this. How do I want to say it? Nixon's very smart. Mm-hmm. Paranoid and... And Trump's not so smart. But maybe he's just mean and wants power. They yeah. were both kind of power hungry, I yeah. guess. Maybe it was power. Power. I think power. Um, I think. I've never talked to Donald Trump one on one. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> but every That's time weird. I see him, like I see Melania and his kids and his associates, and I think. There has to be something about this man that people cave to one-on-one. He's a bully. He's a bully. But there has to be... Some kind of charisma. There has to be some kind of creepy-ass, manipulative, charismatic piece to it somewhere. I mean, you can you can bully people your whole life, but eventually people are just going to start falling away from you. Like, okay, I'm done. Right. You know what I mean? Like, come on, let's, let's get out of here. Um... But he, just watching those senators defend him and it was like and deflect get, and just go lick his butt. It was just creepy. do it. Creepy Mitch McConnell. I mean the whole kit and caboodle. What's her name? Walleye. What's her name? Who? Sarah Sanders. <laughs> oh, Rockaby <laughs> Sanders. Oh, what? Walleye Sanders. <laughs> Walleye Sanders. You're up there lying for this man. He's a disgusting pig. He's evil. He's horrible. He's stupid. There's nothing good about him that I can tell. No. Nope. Yet maybe she's he's, maybe he's paying him off. I, I think they're all, all in about, too deep right now. They either all get out together or they are all going to fall together. Yeah. That's no also, one's going to get out of this unscathed. I also think. I mean, you don't want to think you voted for the wrong guy. You don't want to think you've made a, that big of a mistake. Right. So. That could be part of it. I yeah, I think people do that. Yeah. They identify like with somebody, and it's like yeah. Once you're in it, you don't want to think that you've been that manipulated. Yeah, 
All right, here's the next fact that may or may not correlate with each other. Uh, Nixon served as a lieutenant in the Navy. <laughs> cadet Bone Spurs got a deferment from Vietnam. <laughs> he didn't even get to be a cadet. I know. That's a joke. Cadet Bone Spurs, who has no medical records whatsoever, right? There are no, no medical records. Nope. Well, and he, he the Cohen most recent- testified that it's a it was a hoax anyway mm-hmm. cohen said on on the stand right yeah it's like no but do you guys remember that story remember he had that like rock star doctor with the long hair the old guy with the long hair you don't remember that when was this was it during the campaign and oh that he's the most fit president in u.s history is is he it the was one that, that guy that? but he was like trump's doctor mm-hmm. and later that guy came out and said a couple of his goons came over and went through all of his stuff and pulled Trump's records out, the hard copies of his records out, and a picture off the wall or something. They, like, came in and strong-armed the doctor to get the records. Oh, my God, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, I mean, everything's getting buried. It's story after amazingly horrible story. All you have to do is look at the guy and know he's obviously not healthy. Yeah. I mean, he's still... He eats McDonald's and... (laughs) Cokes and <laughs> where did you hear that story? Was it on the news? I, this was months ago. I don't know. That feels mm. like ten years ago. Yeah, but yeah, I don't remember what his name was either. All right, here's the next. <laughs> I'm so unhealthy. I have to hire people to steal <laughs> my records from my doctor. Here's the next fact that oh, may there or may might not be some psychological things in there. Yes. Ooh, maybe yeah. or Adderall. Yes. Or hair plugs <laughs> or <laughs> well, they male did, enhancement strategies they did say that he takes propecia or what's that it helps your hair grow i guess uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay next okay <sighs> this is the last fact and then i have uh two quotes from each of them to compare okay, okay. Nixon went to China in 1972. He was the first Western leader to do that. It was a huge... China. Yes. He went to China. Okay. Trump does what Putin tells him to do. (laughs) I was like, what has he done internationally? All horrible things. He went to China. China. He went went to visit dictators around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fabulous guy. Do you think they all have a like a network of stuff going on? What do you mean, like a global conspiracy nanny? No, like but money invested in each other. Oh, that's an interesting idea. I think that sounds really illegal. But does that stop any of them? I think it's plausible. I mean, obviously Trump and Putin have got some kind of weird. They've got some weird shit going on. Stuff going on. And if, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, if there's a bunch of bad guys that want to overthrow the United States, they want to disrupt the elections, they want the U.S. to go down, what better way to do it than to combine efforts? You know what I mean? And what was it, Cohen, that said that there will not be a peaceful peaceful transition? Yeah, yeah, transfer of power. Oh, no, of course not. No, I think people knew that already. No, Trump's, no matter... 
barricade he, himself in the White House? No, he doesn't have to do anything. He has militarized his cult followers. Oh, yeah. He has got them so rabid and foaming at the mouth over the libtards and the Snowflake. media and the snowflakes. He doesn't have to go walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody. He can just send a tweet out and have an army of people do it for him. That same code that Michael Cohen was talking yeah. about, he's using that for all of these MAGAs. Yeah. All of them. And they all love the Second Amendment, too. They've all got their guns. They're yeah. ready to kill a dem, you know? Yeah. I mean, he just, yeah, they eat up anything he says. That's the scary thing, is he could tell them all, you know, when these poor folks in Alabama are suffering in a month, it'll be the Democrats' uh, fault. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's... If they weren't doing this witch hunt, he would have handled it. He would have gone down there and thrown the paper towels himself. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, here's a Nixon quote. You guys ready? Yeah. You must never be satisfied with losing. You must get angry, terribly angry about losing. But the mark of a good loser is that he takes his anger out on himself and not his victorious opponents or on his teammates. Whoa, dude. Deep. But here's the corresponding but, Trump quote. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the Nixon quote first? That's scary. I just yeah. see somebody with a one of those, what are the Catholic people? Flat, yes. Flatulation? Flag no, not flatulation. <laughs> Flagellate. <laughs> Flagellate. Flagellation. Um, those words are really close together. That sounds like, I mean, you read that and I'm just seeing him in some like S&M suit, like with yeah. a whip. Like... Yeah. Well, apparently himself. he, the way he grew, he was, he was very poor growing up. His family was very poor. His father was very strict and very violent, abusive. very abusive. Oh. And his mother was a Quaker. Very passive, passive, passive Quaker. Yeah. So he grew up in a very authoritarian. Yes. Atmosphere. And very poor. So that is one way that he is different than Trump. He, he grew up hating the elite people in the, on the East coast. Yeah. Oh, he had it out for them. So that could have been why he was so power hungry in that way. Like he wanted to show everybody that he was better than them. Sort oh, of that's thing. interesting. Yeah. Whereas Trump grew up in an affluent, East Coast family. Yeah. Affluent East Coast family. Um, and he seems to hate poor people. Right. And anybody. People around him have said that, that have come out the other side. Like he despises people that aren't rich despises right. them yeah all right here's the corresponding Ooh. trump quote <laughs> i know that's creepy isn't that creepy yeah. that just makes me feel like what's wrong with have this happen we gotta live through it guys we gotta I be able to tell this tale in 40 years and like totally find out what the hell happened in there someday <laughs> young frankenstein abby normal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. Like Abby, somebody. Abby, normal. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> just don't save his genetic. Anyway. All right. No Trump clones. The future no, for you. No, okay. No, Here's please, the Trump quote that I thought most corresponded with that one. Is it word salad? Does it make sense? <laughs> of course it is. Ready. <laughs> I want to see a woman president soon, but not her, meaning Hillary Clinton. She's a disaster. She's a disaster. She's a disaster. She's a disaster. He said that four times. Oh, my gosh. We want to go through it. 
We want to see winning. We want to see win, win, win. Constant winning. And you'll say, if I'm president, please, Mr. President, we're winning too much. We can't stand it anymore. Can't we have a loss? And I'll say, no, we're not going to keep, we're going to keep winning, winning, winning. Wow. Oh, my God. That's disturbed. He, Both of them are. He doesn't, he can't think. <laughs> he has no. He can't think. He has no Critical clue thinking skills. About what it takes to run a country. Oh, no. no. What What is he ever? Uh, he has no clue about the people in this country and how they live day to day. Well, not no. only that, but that his job is basically to serve and protect us. His job is to make sure our lives are better. Yes. No. And see, he doesn't care about that. Donald Trump serves no one. No one ever explained to him what the office. Kimmy of the just looked so serious at yeah. me right now. Like I it was my fault. No, it, no, it just <laughs> hit me like, like all of a sudden, like, oh, that's it in a nutshell. Donald Trump serves, serves no, one. no one. You're right, but himself barely. He just has other people serve him. McDonald's well, hamburgers. Uh, what's his name? But Na- he Nadler. Jerry Na- Nadler. Nadler. Yeah. What he said today, when, when I listened to Rachel Maddow's podcast, the Department of Justice is there to make sure the rule of law is, is followed yeah. and maintained. And that was one of the biggest things he talked about when talking about how they're subpoenaing, subpoenaing all this stuff and getting all their stuff in a row or whatever because he said something about you know what the president is or supposed to it's supposed to be and what the government is supposed to be and it felt when he said that it i like wanted to sing the national anthem or whatever right that felt like that's the way it's supposed to be that's what government is supposed to do is look after the people Mm -hmm. who elected them that's the whole point of having a government yeah protect us and the checks and balances he talked about the checks and balances too and there hasn't been any checks and balances in quite the opposite look at what been scrambling scrambling to keep checks and balances in order Trump came into office thinking that he was going to be the king of the United States and he could tell everybody what to do and they would just do it. Just like at his golf course, golf clubs, just like wherever in Trump Tower. He He thought there was going to be an omelet bar at the White House? He did, but the White House is a dump. Of course it doesn't have an omelet bar. (laughs) And it certainly (laughs) certainly doesn't have a McDonald's on site. We don't know that. We don't know what's happened oh down in the belly of the White House. What if he put a food court in? A lot can happen in oh two years. Oh, my God. There's another SNL skit. Food, food court, court at the, the White, White House. House. <laughs> 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 all right. I've got two more quotes left. Okay. One from each. They're the, the ones we all know. Richard Nixon... I am not a crook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Donald Trump, I am an innocent man. I am he said an that innocent just a few man. days ago. Did he? Along with no collusion. No collusion several times. Witch hunt. Today he called it a Witch fishing hunt. expedition. Fishing? Fishing. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's different. That's different than a witch hunt. Yeah. 
Witch hunt, that's getting lost in the ether now. People aren't even hearing yeah. that anymore. He had to switch it up. Fishing it expedition up. means there's actual fish to catch. <laughs> you hear Ooh, that, Donnie that, boy? That was a nanny bird. <laughs> Dingleberry <laughs> drump. <laughs> oh, God. Nanny's drinking wine, everybody, by the way. Ah, uh, yes. So also, uh, <laughs> I'm celebrating uh, my grandson's birthday. Yeah. Oh, today. He did turn 25. Aww. That's my son. I'm so old. The lady at the store today, I was buying um, party supplies, and she mentioned something. Oh, because I had like a cake mix and stuff, mm-hmm. and she mentioned something, and I said, oh, it's my son's birthday. And she's like, oh. And she made the sound as if he were a little boy. A little boy, boy yeah. And she said, how old is he going to be? And I said, well, he's 25. And she went, and this is a woman I've spoken to. Like, when I see her there, I go in her lane. Like, we yeah, we are a- friendly with each other. So she she had assumed all this time that I had little kids at home. And I, and I told her, I go, no, all my kids are grown. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? You're not 22? <laughs> That's a compliment. I guess. Or I don't seem adult enough to have an adult... Adult child. Chloe, the other day, Chloe and I were looking at, um, she she wanted to see a picture of Melania before she married Donald Trump. Were they all nude ones that you found? A lot of them were. (laughs) What the fuck? I know, if that had been Michelle Obama, oh my God. Michelle Obama shows her arm. Um, Yes. And there are nude, real, live, not live, they're just bona fide nude photos of the first lady on the internet. Well, you know how they met, right? No. At a party where an escort service sent girls over. Was she an escort? Yes. Really? She was a model and an escort. Yes, that's how he met her. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I thought it was, was just... She? <clears throat> I don't know. He was still married to Marla, right? Yeah, he cheated on each new wife each old wife with the new wife right yeah yeah because of course why not why have integrity when you can have no integrity and do whatever you want get away with it apparently so like you mentioned nanny i wrote this down 81 letters of request for info were sent out by the Mm -hmm. judiciary committee today and that list is a who's who of trump starlet yes did you see it i read i yes I read it, and um, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. White House has already said we're not telling you diddly squat about Kushner's security clearance. Right. That's going to be a sticky point. That's That's what be... Jerry Nadler was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, what they've done with these 81 letters is they are requesting information that is already known to either the Southern District of New York or uh, Bob oh. Mueller's special investigation. So none of it is privileged information. They can't go, oh, we can't release that. It's classified or it's presidential privilege. It's already in somebody's hands, so they have to send copies to the judiciary. That's the starting point, though. That's the starting point. After that, if they don't comply or they need more information, they can start to uh, subpoena the information. So all of that's been set into motion. And he said on Rachel Maddow's show last night that um, people have already started complying. They mm-hmm. already have people working in Deutsche Bank 
getting records. Oh, wow. Yay! Yay! I can't wait to see what that does because that involves Justice Kennedy quitting because his son worked for Deutsche Bank. Do you remember that? I think think what's going to happen is they're going to discover they have just sliced off the top of an enormous anthill of lies and deception and ugliness. And well, it's just it, all. It seems gonna... like there's a lot of fingers going in a lot of different areas. Yeah. And it, listening to the same show last night or this morning, I was listening to it. There's so much to keep track of. So much. And you know, there so much has happened. We kind of forget what happened in the beginning. You know, and it's just been building and building and building. And I was thinking about uh, what a. What a big deal it was when Michael Flynn got caught or went yeah, down or whatever, yeah, however mm-hmm. you want to say it. And that seems like so long ago and such an incidental thing now. Oh, yeah. But it was the just, beginning. Yeah. You know, it just occurred to me, if the bad guys, and by the bad guys I mean foreign governments who would dearly love to see the United States fall into civil war or worse. Right. Um, let's just say Putin. What if Putin, just just for an example, let's say theoretically, the, theoretically, okay. got it. What if Putin and his buddies were like, hmm, there's a lot of corruption. I mean, there's corruption everywhere. But how can we how can we bring this boil to the surface? Who can our poster child be? Oh, Donald Trump. So let's get him in office. He's an idiot. He will get caught and we'll just watch it happen. And maybe we'll help out a little bit if we need to. Do you know what in I mean? In order to deconstruct our government or just well, to, to deconstruct our, our empire on the world, basically. Oh. I mean, look what's already happened. We've become a divided country. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Putin's already convinced him to um, stop the military exercises in the Korean Peninsula, mm-hmm. which is one way that North Korea was kept under control all these it years. It costs too much money. Really? And really? now North Korea's, didn't they go go right back and oh, yeah. start building the missiles that they weren't oh, yeah. supposed to build? Right. Yeah. Yes. They went right back at it. Yeah. Nanny, nanny, boo boo, orange face. Yep. <laughs> That's what they said. Nanny, so nanny, who, will be the, who will be the superpower? Russia? Or there's no, no China. Russia? China. China. China will be the superpower. Russia actually isn't. Although Putin's like a bad guy and they've got a bunch of money and shit, they don't have a lot of people living there. It's a huge country with not a lot of people living in it. China, India, those are the the ones coming up. So you think Putin wants to sit back and just uh, pull the strings? Yeah, I mean, I think he wants to get his oil. He wants sanctions lifted. Mm-hmm. He probably wants some sort of... Uh, revenge. Revenge and alliance with China, I imagine. Who knows who he wants to? I don't trust him. I think he's he's just a shifty... Putin, of course. Yeah, but I mean, who is he going to... Uh, yeah. Who oh, no. With him? He, yeah, yeah, he'll bounce around. He'll, he's just a, you know... He'll bounce around getting Botox with his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Botox. Peck Botox. He got Peck Botox. <laughs> yeah, so I go to Ukraine and get my discounted pack Botox. 
and I have my sack lice removed and installed as president of the United States. Oh, you guys, I wrote this down. It was really important. Okay. All right. They have asked for Trump's communiques with Putin. Putin? With Putin. Putin. The Judiciary Committee has asked the White House to hand over any kind of communication Trump has had. Oh, yeah, and that that secret meeting that... Yeah, where he he took the the notes from the translator, yeah. They asked for that, yeah. They don't expect to get it. They'll have to subpoena it, but they have asked for it. But does it exist? Yeah. It should. It's illegal... If it doesn't, <clears throat> so let's say there because there have taken. been closed door meetings between the two of them. Nobody in the room, no translators, which I don't understand how that works. Where they use Google? Like, no, Putin speaks English. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, duh. <laughs> but why did they need a translator then? He doesn't speak great English. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's passable, but especially after he's had Botox, <laughs> it's hard to move his mouth into those. <laughs> right. He's just kind of like. Cass just made a bunch of mouth shapes. Mouth shapes? <laughs> mouth shapes. We're descending into Nanny's winery. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Any last thoughts about Nixon? <coughs> Nixon. Sorry, I'm coughing. Given your unique perspective, having been aware, we were alive, but we don't remember it. You yeah, remember it. Yeah. You watched it, actually. Well, I, yeah. But you also watched The Courtship of Eddie's Father and probably don't remember that either. I don't. But when I hear the song, I remember that. Um, so. <laughs> she used to do the cutest from anywhere in the house. She's drunk. Go ahead. <laughs> the Courtship of Eddie's Father theme song would come on. And she'd, from anywhere in the house, she'd just run her little legs because she was just. You know, How does it year. go? Something about my bet. My. My best friend or something? Yeah. People let me tell you about my best friend. Da, 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 da. She'd grab onto the, uh, the TV stand and just dance. Oh. <laughs> just the thing. Nobody cares about this. <laughs> I do. I think it's cute. Oh, I have the biggest butt, too. <laughs> well, you wore diapers. Well, no. I mean, like the... <laughs> yeah. Let me have this, nanny. Okay. Um, no. Um... <laughs> I was going to ask if after Watergate happened and Nixon resigned, how long did it take? Even though that I feel like what that scandal was way less than what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. How long did it take before you the country started to feel like maybe it was back to normal? Not long. Okay. Not long cuz he didn't I don't think he did anything that changed the course of history. He didn't do anything that changed any big deals you know what I mean like right. he wasn't changing policies no, he wasn't no. wrecking and when Gerald Ford relations. came on he was just a he was a good guy a middle-of-the-road middle white of the toast road, guy. yes yeah and he just you know kept the course and uh, it wasn't long before everything just felt normal again whereas what Trump has done it's going to take a while to come back from it's going to take a long, like it long he's done some pretty long time. ridiculously horrid things in my opinion i mean irreparable things like taking away you know protected areas land Mm -hmm. you know that makes me sick environmental regulations all that families Um, that he divided that will take oh god lifetimes to repair that i mean this stuff is that's a war crime that's a a humanitarian crime it is humanity yeah yeah 
stuff like this doesn't just go away. But the stuff that Nixon did wasn't like this. Well, and from the the information that I had gathered in the documentaries that I watched, he did some good things too. Mm-hmm. He actually started the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nixon. Yeah. He actually cared about where this country was going and opening up relations with different countries. I mean, mm-hmm. he he had good intentions. Right. He was just a little touched Cuckoo. in the head, you know? Yeah. A little power hungry, yeah. a little paranoid. So And I think in order to become president, there has to be a little bit of that that risk-taking yeah, kind of that, behavior, that, uh, yeah. Drive, right? The drive, the yeah. In order to just get there, you have yeah. to have a little bit of that, and whether you use it for good or evil is the question. When once you get Ooh, there, oh, that's a good Ooh. one, man. Because if when I look at Obama's eight years, I I can see, I can see him wanting attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that part of him that's like uh, almost like an actor. Right. Yeah. I can see that part of him. But he used his powers for good. Right. You know, he was a superhero. Well, and he was, I think he's just truly a charismatic person. Yes. Too. Yeah. And when you see photos of him, and I love to study photos in general, but um, his photographer, uh, Pete Have you Susan. seen the book, the book that was just, that was put out not too long ago, um, the photographs the of, yeah. of Obama? Oh, the throwing shade one or the first yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. The first one. Um, oh, the first one, yeah. Was it the... No, it wasn't... What did you say, throwing There's shade? There's two of them. There's... Um, the first one he did was Obama, and that was, what, last year? Mm-hmm. Or year before? And then there's one throwing shade. Oh, I don't and know And so it it's... Um, but I wanted... I cried when I was standing in Barnes & Noble oh, looking yeah. at those pictures. He was such a good man. Yeah. And he has such a great He still family. is. I mean, as a president, he was a he was a good president. Right, he was a good president. But the pictures, I mean, Pete followed him, or I, like I like I'm his best friend, Pete. Hey, Pete. Um, he uh, he followed him around. I mean, he was there. He'd get up at three o'clock in the morning. Obama's going down. He's got to do blah blah blah, and you know, Pete would put his pants on and grab his camera and go take pictures. So most of the photographs that he took were just off on the fly. You know, they're. Candids. It, candids, yeah. just flat out candid photography. And after a while, anybody who's being followed by a photographer like that just tunes them out. They don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And after eight years, eight years, the images that he captured were still authentic and still wonderful and beautiful and touching and meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm sure he got some bad shots too that we're not going to see. <laughs> yeah. But when Trump became president, the first thing I did was, well, not the first thing, I cried. <laughs> yeah, we all cried. Yeah. You know, like a month or two into it, the Time Magazine covers kept coming. And those were fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I would sit there and pick them apart because it was obvious Time Magazine, whoever their editor, their photo editor, not a fan. and their photographer was, was not a fan. And they got some stuff by Trump that was so obvious to me. Right. Um. But I dug into his staff photographer, who was a woman, mm. his first one. Oh, man, she did not like that man. And, you know, it's hard to take a good picture of him because he's a piece of poop. And he's not uh, <laughs> he's not pretty. 
Or he doesn't photograph well. He doesn't but, photograph well, but he doesn't he doesn't smile, he doesn't joke, he doesn't play, he doesn't That's yeah. what I was gonna say. He like, has no touching there's there are no touching moments to right, capture with him. Right. Um but the photos that she did capture just spoke volumes. I mean the 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 tone of the black and white photograph, the just the little tiny bits and pieces, mm. you know, the way it was framed. I have to go back and look at those because that's a that's a new perspective for me. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. it was, and then he got another one, and now I don't even know if he has a staff photographer anymore. I don't. He probably doesn't want somebody following him around all the time taking mm-hmm. pictures. But Obama was like. An open book. Well, he was if you think about book. it, their, their house was more open. Then. The White House was more open. It was mm-hmm. open to the people. Well, and he that was part of his idea when he came into office. Transparency. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the one that was on Twitter. And you know right. what I mean? He did the whole social media bit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is how we're going to roll now. We're going to be... We're going to be there with our people all the time. Mm-hmm. And our people, meaning the American people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 okay. But we, will, we will come through this. And it will be very, very interesting in a few years to see how it all plays out. Well, I know that from what I researched that things changed after Watergate legally like they they put uh oh Ziggy it's okay it's alright I can hear it's a siren or something huh so things changed after Watergate legally where they were putting protections in place that something like this couldn't happen again so I'm imagining maybe um, mental mental health health screening will be included uh, complete financial transparency will be mandatory instead of um, yeah oh I think that's going to be top of the list yeah that's got to be top of the because list because past presidents were releasing their tax returns as sort of a courtesy they d- there's nothing that right. says you have they'd to say do that. sure right. I have nothing to hide right. so here right so I think that will become mandatory here's mm-hmm. my doctor's assessment here are my tax records and also the other thing is that the Electoral College, I think, is on its way out. Mm-hmm. Praise the sweet Lord Almighty. Because so the way to get rid of it is through a constitutional convention, right? And so many states have to ratify it. Mm-hmm. But there's there's another thing going around right now where I think 18 states have now okayed past laws saying that whoever wins the popular vote gets that state's electoral yeah. votes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like three states away from having the 270 number. So we might just be able to circumvent the Electoral College where we will be able to elect the person who we all voted for instead of this weird ancient person Russia voted for. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. I'm not a crook. Wait, I didn't say it right. Kimmy, do it. I'm not a crook. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Nanny. My jowls a little. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, Nanny. I like to think about you as a teenager and me as a baby oh. watching the Nixon uh, yeah. hearings. That seems fun. <laughs> that seems fun. Before the others came. Yeah. Oh. My siblings. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Thank mm-hmm. you.